0: Today's episode of The Doctor's Companion is brought to you by InStockTrades.com and DCBService.com. and welcome to another episode of the doctor's companion this is episode 58 i'm scott corelli and i'm matt smith
1: but not that matt smith
0: yes 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 and uh today we're going to be talking about the david Tennant episode the idiot's lantern and uh yeah so we've got a few things to say about that um before we get to it I want to remind you guys that we're from the website GeekShowEntertainment.com, where we like geeky stuff, and occasionally we talk about geeky stuff like Doctor Who on podcasts like this one. Geek Show Entertainment is a podcast network that has new episodes released every week for shows that include The Doctor's Companion, as well as Movie Night Geek Show, Have You Met Ted, Queen Witch, A Couple of Geeks, Geek Show Soundcheck, Super Geeks, and coming this fall, The Geek Show with Scott and Matt, the new flagship podcast for com. You can listen to those podcasts by streaming them on the website or subscribing to the shows on iTunes. Also, you can go to the website and join our community by commenting on episodes, articles, and audio blogs that we regularly post on the site. And if you've listened to any of our shows and you like what you hear, or even if you don't, help us out by leaving an iTunes review. iTunes reviews are the best way for people to find our shows and decide if they might be worth listening to. You can also let us know how we're doing with comments, concerns, or suggestions by emailing the show at tdc at geekshow.us. All right, Matt. What 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 do you have if anything for background and significance for this episode?
1: Um it was made. <laughs> I mean, really it's it's uh it's it's weird cuz the more I think about it, I used to be a really strong defender of season 2 of Doctor Who. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, "Oh, this is not really that great of a sto- of a of a season." I mean, it's it's got some really really high points, but the lows in this season are insane to me. Like i just, mm-hmm. oh my god. Um. Uh. Let's see. So this story it takes place in the 1950s. It's written by Mark Gatiss, uh, who's a who's a long time like person in Doctor Who fan circles. Like in the 90s, all these people started cropping up. Um, as Doctor Who fans, and like they kind of helped keep the the fandom alive, and became like de facto showrunners of the show. Um, Mark Gatiss is one of them. Uh, Gary Russell is another, and then the other one I think who's the big one is is Nick Briggs. If if anyone else is listening, then I'm I'm sorry, but those are the ones who I Paul, always think Paul of.
0: Cornell I always oh think yeah too.
1: My bad, yeah. Paul, Paul Cornell too. Like so, like those four and others are people who I I tend to think about in terms of people who were like actively keep working on the show and trying to keep it um, uh, alive. Uh, so Mark Gatiss returns. He wrote in the last in like the not like the last season from this perspective. He wrote um, uh, uh, the Unquiet Dead, which was the Dickens episode, and then he wrote um, last season for. Um, uh, Matt Smith, he wrote Victory to the Daleks, and then this season he's writing another one, uh, which they just announced the title of, but I don't have it in front of me, so I don't remember. Um, but he wrote he wrote those, um, and and so he's back. And Oh, he wrote Night Terrors. That's the one it's called. It's called Night Terrors um, for this hmm. season. It's going to be called Night Terrors. Um, and I honestly, I can't say... Uh, and it's directed by Eros Lin, who um, I really... Like, but he's one of those directors who I think rarely heightens the material. Like, he heightens good material and he weakens weak material. Like, he also did Fear Her and stuff. Um, and it's weird to say that, like, you know, the guy who did End of Time um, and, you know, other really big, exciting ones also did, um, the unqu- like, the um, not The Unquiet Dead, Idiot's Lantern and Fear Her. Like, it's weird to me. So, like, that's how I tend to rationalize it.
0: Um, he also did Caves, didn't he? Wasn't that him?
1: No, no, no. That's Graham Harper. No, no, no.
0: Gra- oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, gotcha. <laughs>
1: yeah, Eros Lin is a, is a young upstart guy. Um, okay. Graham Harper did uh, uh, the Cybermen story in season two and Utopia and uh, the finale to season four. Um, okay. And I want him to come back so badly. um. But yeah, so it's set in the 1950s. Uh, Davies commissioned him to write it. And it's got the Tenth Doctor and Rose, which is, you know, everyone's all-time favorite person to, you know, every every couple. But, like, the more I watch them, the more I realize that I'm not actually a huge fan of uh, the Tenth Doctor and Rose in certain stories. Um,
0: I've, I've actually – I'm never – I've never been a big fan of Rose and the Tenth Doctor. I, I like Rose and – the ninth. Mm-hmm. I love Rose and the ninth. I think they're great together, but there's something about Rose and Tennant that just doesn't. Well, I don't know, it feels weird to me.
1: I think we'll discuss it a little as we go through it, but I was I've been reading these articles that are on Shadowlock.com. They're doing this guy is going through and doing a review of every single Doctor Who story. Um he does decent reviews, some I agree with, some what I don't, and, and he just finished up season two a little bit ago. And all across season two he says this thing he makes reference to the idea that the tenth Doctor and Rose act really smug. And very insular and clickish, And I think that watching this episode, this is, this is, wow, clickish. Like, they're, yeah. they're very smug and, and high and mighty in this. I mean, less so in other ones, but um, uh, they have a good nature. But I think that if you really, like, kind of look at it from an outsider's perspective, you almost see it as the two cool kids on the block who know that they're cool and don't let you hang out with them. Um, mm-hmm. Which is which is which is sad, um, but I mean there it is. So uh, that's that's really what I have for um, the Idiot's Lantern. Uh, it should be noted that Magpie Electricals appeared in the Beast Below, which was kind of weird. Um, uh, there was like a there's like a banner or something in the Beast Below that has Magpie Electricals. But other than that, I mean, right. This story is best best left forgotten, as far as I'm concerned. It's one of my least favorites across the new series, like easily.
0: Easy. Yeah, I mean it's 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 no fear her, but it's pretty bad. Yeah, and I and I will say I think that the uh, the antagonist of this episode is probably one of the most annoying antagonists in New Who history. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. The, <laughs> See for <the> a second, the <laughs> wire is that was that what she is? The wire? Yeah, her name is the wire. That's yeah, it's she aw- she's awful. She's yeah. so awful. <laughs> it's so just like just just you'll just come across just random shots of her just like. Laughing or shouting, feed me, and like, it's, oh god, it's annoying.
1: Yeah, Ugh. see, it's funny you said antagonist, and I was on, I was, I was on a different thought process, and I was like, you mean the father? Yeah, I really hated him.
0: Oh, well, um. <laughs> yeah, I hated him too. But although I think it's interesting that um, he, his, his sort of um, uh, catchphrase in the episode is now Matt Smith's catchphrase. but okay. Cowabunga, what? What? Calabunga.
1: Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't it's think of number, Geronimo. Number one,
0: yeah, it's number one. is Geronimo, which he's only said like twice. Yeah. Um, is, no, I am talking.
1: Oh, huh. Fair point. Yeah, fair I, just, point. I just
0: I think that's annoying, I, and and I think it's 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 annoying when the guy's saying it in this, and so like I find it interesting that that's now Matt Smith's catchphrase. That's weird. Yeah. One of his several catchphrases. Obviously, mm-hmm. he has. So many an abundance, yeah. <laughs> it has an abundance. It's like a closet full. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I just... Oh God, I hated the wire. She's awful. Yeah, she's just awful. Ugh.
1: Well, it's funny because I was when I was watching it. Like I was doing a rewatch. I forget why, um, but I was doing a rewatch, and this is one of those stories that like um, I I caught the tail end of when I was watching Battlestar Galactica. So I saw. I always have the image of the Doctor and Rose clinking glasses, and then drinking them at the very, very end. But, like, I'd seen the very, very end, so when I saw this episode, I was like, oh, this is interesting. And then I watched it, um, and I was waiting for my friend to pick me up because we were going, or I was going to pick up a friend because we were going to a party, like a dinner party, and she came in and she'd never seen Doctor Who. She's now a huge fan, but she'd never seen Doctor Who, and she watched the very last, like, ten minutes when all, when the wire's just screaming, feed me, feed me, hungry, hungry. And, like, she was just like, I don't think I like this show. I was like, please don't judge it by this um. Ugh. Yeah. So, and it's a it's a miracle that I got her to watch it much more. And she's just like, "Yeah, this is this is horrid." Um. But yeah. So, I had to I had to wake yeah.
0: her up from that. All right. Well, before we get started with the discussion of the episode that we've kind of already started discussing, um, <laughs> this is a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by InStockTrades.com. And this month at InStockTrades.com, you can purchase our book of the month, Captain America: Winter Soldier Ultimate Collection by Ed Brubaker, Steve Epting, Mike Perkins, and Michael Lark. This book is available for only fifteen forty nine, or thirty eight percent off the suggested retail price of twenty four ninety nine. And remember, all orders over fifty dollars get free shipping. So thanks to And I think that's a, I think that's like a full year's worth of, of comic books in it, that collection.
1: It, yeah, it's the whole um, it's the whole Winter Soldier Bucky stuff, which is yeah. Uh, you've Fun- read it, right?
0: Oh, it's phenomenal. Oh, it's so
1: good. It's oh, like I the best. It. It's the best of the Ed Breaker Captain America stuff, as far as I'm concerned. Which,
0: like, <laughs> which sucks because that's what it started with. But <laughs> hey, it just yeah. Well, it's so good. Uh, it's so good.
1: Yeah, if you if you want to get into like Captain America. Um, it's the book to pick up because yep. I remember I was not interested in Captain America for whatever reason. And yeah, neither. Well, I,
0: I, his his name is Captain America. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I right, hate I captains. Mean, uh, I hate captains. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. But I just mean, like, honestly, like, it's just such a cheesy name. It could be one of the most cheesy names in comics, honestly. Yeah. Um, villains notwithstanding, because mm-hmm. Rainbow a, Raider. Oh man, that's a that's a that's a that's a dark hole. Um <laughs> <laughs>
1: Colonel Computron.
0: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the things I learned from Tom versus the Flash. Oh boy. Um but yeah, this is it's phenomenal. And, and it's
1: like a cool espionage story that we'll be talking about in an audio blog coming up soon. So mm-hmm. it'll be yeah. it's awesome sauce kids. It's awesome yes. sauce.
0: Yes. So uh keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. All right. Um Let's talk about the idiot's lantern uh, before we
1: before we start tearing it apart um, because we're really going to tear it apart. I just feel it. Is there anything in the story you do like?
0: Costumes, and <laughs> sets. <laughs> um, uh, I like the- even 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 the setting kind of annoys me because like. They've reused that set so many times. Yeah, that like that backlot or whatever they've used that so many times, mm-hmm. and it looks in so it, many different ways.
1: I think they used it just a couple episodes later for Fear Her. Like it looks like the same yeah. exact street.
0: I'm pretty sure they did. Like I, which would make sense because it's the same director. So he just didn't move. They just mm-hmm. redressed it.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it because they shoot in blocks or whatever, so mm-hmm. that makes sense. It, then this was the same production block, so I mean,
0: right? It doesn't. I mean, it does. It just doesn't look good. It just it no. looks so. Uh, I like the insides and, though, like the insides of the of the like like the houses and the.
1: I guess, uh, but it, I don't feel like even when we see it, those are even on display that much.
0: Yeah, because I guess not really. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Yeah, but like I do like I do like the scene where um the doctor is set upon by the faceless people. I mean that's that's all
0: right, but like the more I see it, the more I'm like eh. Yeah, so. I I didn't they use that that same backlot too in the, um, in turn left, probably, and in uh, last of the time lords, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and every other time it felt so much better. Every other yeah. time it felt better. Like here yeah. it just
1: feels like generic. Like it doesn't feel like they're even trying. I mean, the most Eros Lin tries with this is like shooting everything at like an angle. Like he shoot all of his shots are all from a um from a from like a different sort of angle, you know, like um uh,
0: like Adam West Batman angle.
1: Sort of, yeah. Like it's it shot in the way that like, you know, I guess like the fifties where they were just like shooting everything, you know, not level and stuff. Like every every shot just comes at a everyone's sort of diagonally in the frame. But it doesn't feel like even that, like I just don't I just feel like Eros Lynn is just trying to inject something into this story that he's not really capturing. Um, and it's uncapturable I suppose Um, I don't know this script man it's not strong Uh, no
0: no and I feel like not only is the script not strong but like under like any other director I feel like maybe it wouldn't feel so awful Mm -hmm. but he's like telling these actors these character actors to just ham it up Mm-hmm. And it's bad. Well, that's the thing. Like, even this is, this is not dialogue that should be hammed up.
1: No, at no. All. And like, that's one of the things that they said. In um, I don't know if you ever watched the Confidential for this episode, uh, but like, well, they have to because it's the Confidential. But they have to be like singing the praises of the episode and trying to make it sound as cool as possible. But like, they're just like, Gatus is right. What Gadis wrote here is just really strong characters and really memorable stuff. And and maybe it came. Maybe it came poorly across in the direction but like i feel like all the characters feel so flat like especially the the father character even more so than the wire because the wire honestly we're never given enough information to even understand her like uh-huh. what what we get like i didn't even catch it the first time i saw it or even the second time like it was the third time when they were like you were cast out by your people and you travel along a lightning bolt to earth which is honestly weak um, I like the metaphor of people getting their brain drained by television, but it doesn't feel good. Like you, mean, it doesn't... you mean you mean
0: Batman Forever? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Riddler did this. I'm pretty sure Gatiss just watched Batman Forever and was like, I could do it better. Guess what, Gatus? You didn't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is which is saying something, honestly.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But... I mean, the only thing they could have made this any worse is if there was, like, nipples on the doctor's coat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> which
1: would have been fantastic. Um, would have made all the T- David Tennant fangirls just start screaming. I'm sure, um, <laughs> or scratching their head. <laughs> I mean, I guess those are his nipples, but I don't know if I buy it. Um, uh, <laughs>
0: why? Why is his n- Why is his
1: nipples pinstriped? <laughs> <laughs> his coat. He needs to just loosen up that coat a little bit. I think. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. Like, even thinking about the father character, like. I forget what else I saw. I've seen this actor. No, what was I watching? I was watching. Oh, I was watching uh, Law and Order UK one time. One of the very few times I've watched Law and Order UK, um, despite the fact that Peter Davison has joined the cast, which is just enough to get me on the show. Um, Mm -hmm. I saw him in one of the episodes, and like he was actually doing a decent job. But like, writes the father character with such unrelenting. Disgust. Like I at no point feel sympathetic to the the father's character. I understand where he's coming from, but at the final part where he's just dis- yelling out and and calling the grandmother filth and and calling her dirty and filthy. Like I just I uh, not not strong. And then like the fa- the son basically coming in and saying you were a soldier and you and you're turning into a fascist was just so on the nose that I just. Mm.
0: What? Wait, wait. Gatus being ham fisted? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Fair point. Fair point. Um, You just have to really want to be human, and then you just will be. (laughs) And then the bomb won't go off.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I'm so glad I didn't ever discuss that episode. Um,. Uh, <laughs> so, but like, I don't I, like the father character alone is just such a, such a, such a, uh, a weak character. And then the part, like we were talking earlier about the, the smugness between, um, the doctor and Rose, like when the doctor and Rose start coming in and just messing things up in his house, like it's supposed to be uh Oh, well good for you, you guys. But like the doctor and Rose are really just being bullies in that scene. Like it's, oh, yeah it's, and it's, and it's, it's it's weak because despite the fact like i mean i know i should really not like the father character but i can't like even then like i feel bad for him because they're just coming in and just just picking on him just to pick on him um yeah. which he, he also he deserves can I just for...
0: say that the 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 thing with like um where where rose like at the end of that scene is just like uh you know you should be ashamed of yourself only an idiot puts up the the Union Jack upside down or, or backwards or whatever she says. Mm-hmm. And then – and I was just like – I was just like, oh, that's that's kind of funny until she makes that stupid face and then runs away. <laughs> I was just like, really? Like because I, I, I feel like the editor should have cut that off. like Yeah, yeah. I feel like that was just like totally out of character and awful. Like, yeah it's it's I hated that
1: well this thing it's also the story I was like there was I think it was that scene like just before when the doctor comes in, where tonally it the show is just all over the place like all over the place. Like one second, people will be yelling, and then the next, they'll be like, "Well, tell me what's going on." And it's 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 so weird to see it just all over. And that's that's not a Gaitis problem. Like that's a that's a that's a director problem uh, yeah. because the director's job is tone and stuff. And like it's just it's just strange that it's just bouncing all over like that. Um, and, and, and like even that part, like where Rose runs off to Magpie Electricals and then like basically goes and does the sleuthing that the companion should do, like. The doctor makes this big speech at the end of the episode where he's, or in the the middle of the episode where he's like, well, there's no power on this earth that can stop me from figuring out what's going on. Like, that comes because Rose gets, you know, her brain fried and goes faceless, but, like, he just, he just leaves without her. Like, he just, he just leaves her alone, and then, and now he's mad because, because she got, because she got her, like, his job is to watch out for her, just like her job is to watch out for him. And it's just, it's weird that he did that. And, like, that's just, that's just, it just feels sloppy to me that, that, that sort of got away from them. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't know. It's just, it's just strange to me. Um, also, also Magpie, like, what is that? Like, that's just, I didn't buy him either. Like, he's just like, she let me live. And, like, I get that he's supposed to be your every villain who is, like, the, Almost homaging Robert Holmes, saying like he is the human um, uh, human uh, avatar for the person who's trapped. Like I can almost see that as like an old school Doctor Who. Like um, what's the what's the phrase? Um, uh, in in uh, uh, this is not going to be uh, anything. Oh no! In Pyramids of Mars, uh, uh, Marcus Shearman to um uh Sutek. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah yeah sure, so sure, like sure. and that's that's the sort of thing that Robert Holmes would do a lot um, where where there would be like the bad guy who was trapped and then like someone would be looking out for it like it happens in um, talents of Wang Chiang, too like that sort of thing happens in talents too but but like I can see that that uh, is homaging that I suppose but I also don't buy magpie for a second like he just feels like such a ninny. And I don't sympathize with him and he's just like, I'm being taken advantage of, but like he doesn't feel any remorse for being taken advantage of. And like, he's like, well, she sucked out my soul. It's like, well, that's no excuse. Like if she sucked out your soul, you wouldn't care that much. You know? Also,
0: he does that thing where, um, when Rose is in there interrogating him and she's like, uh, the wire comes up on the TV and, uh rose is just like what's that and he's just like oh you know one of those modern tv shows and i'm like 1953 nobody knows what a modern tv show is (laughs) i was just like what the hell is that (laughs) true true good point good point oh my god that that line so annoyed me i was like really
1: really fair fair boy i didn't i never thought about that but yeah you're not you're not wrong and, like, even when he, like, when she vaporizes him, like, I don't even care that she vaporizes him. And then, like, the ending, like, yeah. maybe it was because I wasn't paying that close of attention because, honestly, um, it, was, it was a struggle to even get through 30, like, 45 minutes of this. But, like, I don't even know what the doctor did because all of a sudden she's winning and then nothing changes and then he's won. Like, it, it just, it happens so quickly and it just feels like false drawn mistakes. Well, drama the,
0: that, that, um, whatever, the light bulb broke like it busted and then that kid switched out the light bulb and then oh, good for him that's what happened <laughs> that's what happened oh. onto the beta max which I don't I that's dumb yeah so so basically basically what happened was basically what happened was Gavis watched some movie from the 50s about the coronation he watched Batman forever and then he watched The Ring and he combined <laughs> those three things into this episode. <laughs> because that's basically what happened. It's like now people will watch that Beta Max and uh they'll have 7 days. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what's going on here.
1: I not doesn't surprise me.
0: Doesn't surprise me, which is which is unfortunate. Um Ugh. I was but, just I'm just I'm just glad that he uh, he doesn't write as like that many episodes. Like he he's only he only has 4, right? Uh yes. Yeah, and then he's in one. He's in Lazarus. Which whatever. is
1: which I actually I like him as an actor. I think he's fine as an actor, especially in yeah in Sherlock Holmes. Like he's so he's so good in Sherlock. Um yeah. I mean I yeah. really I really like him in Sherlock.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I mean he's a better writer than the other Sherlock writer, so Yeah. <laughs> There's that at least, yeah, yeah,
1: um <laughs> but he also he's also show running Sherlock, and like well, that even that said, like the the this is a slightly off topic conversation. like the second episode of Sherlock is such a weird like I don't even that's not even a writing problem like there's there that, the right the script is not strong for that episode, but at the same time, like the tone on that is all over the place, and that one's also directed by Eros Lynn. so like
0: mm-hmm.
1: like the tone is all over the place. Uh, Gates, it doesn't feel, was on hand to maintain the fact that, like, you know, uh, the Doctor is way too chummy. Like, it feels like, you know, Sherlock after a ton of Watson looking after him so that he's suddenly, uh, you know, very apt at talking to people and being, you know, very societally functional. Whereas, you know, he's not. He's kind of a dick, and that's his point. Um, but, like... I don't know i just i feel it's just ah, it's it's unfortunate and like i've listened to his audio plays like his second he does the second audio play for the big finish range and like people love that episode and i don't know what happened in it like i i don't even remember which is not good um and then yeah and then he does another one which i didn't really enjoy although apparently it's an emphasis like i don't know that's we're off topic um (laughs) <laughs> but Not really. But, but like that's the thing like I mean I really like I I maintain that I think that the Unquiet Dead is really awesome in those last 15 minutes. Like, once they go to the cellar, it's a great episode. But, like, up until then, it's kind of a slog. Whereas with this episode, like, once you hit the wire just going nuts, it's just awful.
0: Like, like you just want it to end to, just because you want the doctor to beat her and shut her up.
1: <laughs> well, it feels like, it feels like there's this thing where they're like, well, it feels, she's what she does is she's basically draining your mental energy, and it feels like she's beating your your head into a pulp. And that's basically what she does feel like. So it almost feels like they should get a medal for this. Um, Because they did accomplish making me want to drive a bullet into my skull. But uh, (laughs) there you
0: go. Oh, yeah. This is not a good episode. It's not. not
1: But we don't have to ever talk about it again. So there you go. True story. I win. won't
0: ever have to watch it again. Oh,
1: God. So you you say that. I can't even say that because I know that at some point I'm going to do a full rewatch of everything just from the beginning all the way through but uh, if i don't i don't want to have to watch this again i don't wanna, i don't want to that
0: said right. that said I,
1: <laughs> it always it's still comes no up. fear
0: her at least
1: oh no it's, it's no fear her because fear as as weak as this is like i actually honestly i find this like more watchable than fear her where like from minute 1 i'm just off that because whereas this actually kind of makes a little sense, Fear Her makes no sense. When and you start. Fear
0: Her just makes me want to die. Like, <laughs> I just. I don't want that episode to. Like, I can't believe an episode of that little quality was actually produced. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. it's, like, it's I, awful. Actually, actually like, I, I know why it was produced, and it's because of who wrote it. And yep. the power that he has. Yep. Um, that's the reason why it got made. But, oh, man.
1: Well, when you, the, the worst part is, like, once you start looking... And I don't want to go into a discussion of Fear Her now. But, like, when you look at Fear Her and you start to examine exactly what's happening... And I've gotten into fights over this by someone who said, I actually liked Fear Her. And I was like, really? Um, once, you, once you start looking at Fear Her and seeing what happens... Fear Her completely falls apart, like completely falls apart and just becomes mm.
0: nonsense, um, which is... I'm looking forward to never having to watch that episode again.
1: Well, I'm looking forward to never having to watch that episode on my deathbed, because um, <laughs> knowing me, like I'll inevitably end up watching it again, because God knows I've said I'm never going to watch Vengeance on Veros again, and I'm going to have to at some point. Um <laughs> Just because it's going to happen, like it's going to happen, and I'm going to be fighting it, and I'm going to hate it even more the next time. Um, That said, every time we watch these classic stories, because it's weird, again, it's weird watching David Tennant out of order, because I always watch David Tennant in order. Um, I I wanted to go watch The Impossible Planet after this, like, really badly, (laughs) because I love The Impossible Planet. And I was like, oh. "Yeah,
0: see, I hated The Impossible Planet the first time I saw it. I, really? And I, well, I don't think I've seen it again either. Really? Um, yeah, I, think you'd I really like it more the second time. Not well, gonna lie. that's it's interesting. I want to I want to watch it again. Yeah, the only thing I ever liked out of those that two parter was um, the Ood. Do- the Doctor Doctor that, vs Satan. What's what's not to like? What what is to like about that? I don't. It's awesome. It no, it's like. It, it it's it's awesome. like the Enterprise versus God. I don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, but that was directed by Shatner, that's just awful.
0: Okay. <laughs> that's 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 totally we'll different. talk about that eventually. At some yeah. point, I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see if I like it any better the second time.
1: I love every time I watch that story I love it more.
0: Yeah, you talk about it all the time. Oh,
1: I can love the impossible planet so yeah. much.
0: Okay. Well, uh, before we move on, we want to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by DCBService.com, DCBS, the site that lets you order all your monthly comic book statues, action figures, and anything else you can get from your local comic book shop. You place your orders three months in advance with monthly discount specials up to 75% off this month with Punisher number 1 by Greg Rucka for $0.99 cents and Angel and Faith number 1 for $0.74 cents and regular discounts of 40% off, plus... If you pre order your collected editions, you can save fifty percent off. Ship as often as you like with orders as large or small as you like. And you only pay five ninety five flat rate shipping. So thanks to dcbservice.com. Next week, Terror of the Zygons. Yes, I'm sure you're probably puzzling over this story. You, I am. I don't know you,
1: anything about it. I don't You might like it. It's 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 an interesting one. It's back to we're getting more Tom Baker. Because we can't stay away. Um, but it's it's actually kind of a really interesting and fun story. It's Sarah Jane. Uh, we talk about Harry some more. Um, okay. i will yeah.
0: pro both of those things. Yeah.
1: And Zygons.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: You'll see. I actually really okay. love Zygons. Sweet. Yeah. But they're um, going to be the topic of discussion for
0: an upcoming uh,
1: article I'm writing.
0: Ah. And speaking of articles... Um you can go to uh, geekshowentertainment.com and check out all the other stuff that we do on that website including articles like Matt's recent open letter to Marvel um Marvel Comics which if you haven't read you should because um it is a uh, it is an opinion that I think is worth uh worth reading and deciding if you have an opinion oh, thank on you. the subject yeah thank you. Um, also there's a, uh, review of the first two episodes of Falling Skies, uh, written by Cassandra Fredrickson, who Mm -hmm. you're going to be hearing a lot more of, um, on the site soon. Um, and then there's also, uh, my article about, uh, why the Green Lantern movie should have been, uh, with Kyle Rayner instead of Hal Jordan, which Um, is an article filled with truth. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, also, audio blogs. Uh, this week we're going to have Green Lantern Secret Origin, which is our book of the month for June. We're going to have an audio blog on that discussion. There's also tons of um, Summit City Comic Con coverage as well as our review of Green Lantern the movie. So uh, check those out. And uh, Movie Night Geek Show. Um, that's the movie review podcast that Matt and I do with uh, John Pavlich. Uh, this past week, we reviewed our listener pick uh, for June, which was the fall, um, and then we this week, we're going to be uh, talking about Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is my pick, and the first pick of Blockbuster Month, um, which, which, yeah, that's this is going to be a fun month. <laughs>
1: oh, man, is it going to be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man, is it going to be fun. Um, also, I should point out, again, I'm just reminding you, if you're losing track of where we are. Uh, next week we're doing Terror of the Zygons. I know, Scott, you mentioned that. But uh, on deck we also have uh, Four to Doomsday, which is more Davison. Uh, Yay! So-, <laughs> so that's how far you are away from more Davison, Scott. Um, uh. I know! It's coming! It's coming! Um, <laughs> we're never going to have to wait this long again uh, unless unless New Who comes back at some point. Um, I say that tongue-in-cheekly. Um, uh, and then uh, after Four to Doomsday we're doing The Mind of Evil and then we're doing The War Games, uh again, uh, war games. <laughs> well, <laughs> you might be on a Patrick Trouton kick right now, my friend. Um
0: <laughs> uh, I am. Because oh why why are you on a
1: Patrick Trouton quick kick, my friend? Because I
0: watched The Mind Robber. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> oh my god, the Mind <laughs> Robber is so good.
1: <laughs> on Netflix Instant 2, if you want to watch just a f- crazy not so second doctor story just go watch the mind robber just oh yeah drop what you oh, do because yeah. it's really strange first episode end of the first episode is mind frackingly good like one of the best cliffhangers i've ever seen in doctor who ever it's um, really
0: bendy it's really mind bendy super bendy
1: and then all of a sudden you get the next four episodes which are literally right up your alley just <laughs> just speaking right oh to my you.
0: god it's so good <laughs>
1: Four-way sword fight. Other than that, I will say nothing. Nothing. Oh my god!
0: A four- four-way sword fight. <laughs> and like, what? Like, literally, it's thing- literally. I was just like, it was almost to the to the beat of me finishing the sentence. Well, this episode can't get any better. And then there was a sword fight, and like, and I then can, it became a four-way sword fight. Well,
1: the crazy thing is, like, I could tell you that there's a sword fight coming, and like, you're going to be like, okay, I'm waiting for the sword fight, but I'm not telling you who's fighting in that sword fight. And when you find out who's fighting in, your sword, in that sword fight, you're like, oh, my God, this got awesome. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. my God. And I don't even yeah. want to tell you anyone, because it ruins the magic of the episode, if I tell you anything about it. But yeah. it's, oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good.
0: Oh, it's phenomenal! It's like really, really good—like legitimately good, not just good for classic Who, just legitimately good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you guys, it's on Netflix Instant. You should watch it.
1: And if it's not—it's—it's not, it's, it's, it's five episodes, but like each episode is only like twenty minutes, so it's—it's it's about the same. Well, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, twenty minutes. I guess uh, if you're rounding, I suppose. <laughs> like seriously, like like the first one is like like. Twenty one minutes. The next one's like twenty minutes. The next one's like twenty, and the next one's like nineteen, and that last one is like barely eighteen minutes. It's like eighteen <laughs> minutes in a second. Like yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But so, it's but, but that that said, like I don't even like I want it to be longer, but at the same time, like I'm not left wanting. Like no. they literally milk everything out of that concept, and then and then they also do a sequel in big finish. And that, mm. the, the sequel is just as good, and I'm not even joking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I never thought I would say that The Mind Robber had ever been sequelized or, like, sequelized as hard and good as it could be. Like, but, man, they milked that sequel, and the sequel is genius, and I don't want to say anything about it because, All
0: damn. right. All right. Well, uh... Guys, that's 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 our show. Matt, where can people find you on the internet?
1: Uh, you can find me on the internet. Uh, I'm uh, twitter dot slash gungadin. I also have an alternate Twitter account, which is uh, twitter dot slash gg commentary. Uh, we haven't done it yet, but by the time that this comes out, uh, we'll have. Um, we're starting a new thing. We're uh, all of Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, the original series, Next Gen, and Voyager, and soon to be Deep Space Nine are all on um, Netflix Instant. Uh, and so we're uh, – Scott, you, me, and I think my girlfriend Cassandra are all going to be uh, live tweeting episodes every Sunday. Uh, so join us for that. Um, I'm going to be on GD Commentary. Scott's going to be on Scott ta- Commentary. Uh, but we are do we did the cave – we're doing the cage this week. And by the time this comes out, we'll have done the cage. And hopefully it will have gone very well. Um, and we'll just keep – we're just going to go straight in order every Sunday night. Now, not all of us are going to be there all the time, but at least one of us will be carrying the torch, hopefully. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, it'll be it'll be pretty sweet. Uh, maybe yeah. not the week of Chicago, but we ha- we can't really talk. We shouldn't really talk about that yet.
0: Um, about Chicago? Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? I don't know. Why can't we talk about it? I don't know. <laughs> we have any? <laughs> I don't know. I just like we shouldn't talk about that. Why? I don't know.
1: <laughs> it just feels like things that things that people do. People are just like I can't talk about that.
0: Oh no no! Let's talk about it. Might as well, right? Uh, This not? Short. Let's keep it going.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Let's not. Let's not drive it into the ground. That's a great idea.
0: Um, Yeah. Um, So, (laughs) so uh, Chicago Comic Con is coming uh, August 11th through the 14th, and Matt and I will be there. Yeah, live and in person. Yeah. So if we've got any listeners in Chicago or the Chicago area, and you're thinking about going to Chicago Comic Con, do it. Feel we' are free going to, bring to be doing us a, it
1: feel free to bring us a sandwich I'll still take and we that. Will
0: be, we're not gonna be we're not gonna have a booth or anything like that um, so that might be a little difficult but we will have um, send us an email if you're planning on going or go to the website um, or or tweet us whatever and let us know that you're gonna be at Chicago comic-Con and we'll do like a, we can do a tweet up or something like that um, we're also going to do... Uh, we're going to be recording a you know an episode of, of TDC like in our hotel that weekend, um, and I really bit, of know warning, the <laughs> bit of warning, bit of warning, bit of warning. Not only has Matt informed me that this is one of the top three worst episodes of Tom of Baker of, of Tom, Tom Baker. Baker, but also. Um, we will probably be drinking profusely, so <laughs> I, I know
1: I'm going to have to drink profusely to get through. Just,
0: <laughs> just a bit of warning when that episode comes out, and you're wondering why we are uh, inebriated. <laughs> that would be swearing. the reason. That would be the reason.
1: Yeah, and if you're if you're curious, because I know there are people who are fans of the show. If you're curious, what we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing the Invisible Enemy, um, which I just loathe that story. It's so. <laughs> god awful um, it's the first canine story and while you might think oh it's good canine no 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 Scott hasn't seen it he doesn't know but I'm gonna be hating on life like <laughs> I might shoot heroin before just to make it float a little, a little bit easier can you tell I've been watching Breaking
0: Bad because I just uh. say that yeah. Um, yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh but yeah we're gonna be doing that um also uh we might be doing a little bit of this and that for uh for for uh the geek show um which will be premiering uh like either that week or the week after all right um, i gotta shit
1: my horse out there that's
0: right shit. yeah <laughs> <laughs> sorry so uh so yeah that's 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 happening chicago comic-con you guys yeah that's the thing yeah. we're gonna be there it's gonna be cool yeah, I'm not gonna be
1: tired. I promise not to be.
0: We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna take Chicago hostage. That's what's gonna happen.
1: <laughs> we're gonna eat great pizza. You've already promised. Oh my oh, off, off It mic. is tremendous. Okay, you, you better bring it, dude. Because I'm just like that's one of the things you got to go to Chicago. You got to get great pizza. Have you ever been to Chicago? I've been through Chicago, but I've never been. To- I know like four people who live in Chicago. I've never been to Chicago. Like okay properly.
0: So we might We might have to Blow off the con Early one day And just r- Like Run around Chicago For a while
1: Yeah It'll be nothing Like Ferris Bueller's Day Off
0: It'll be everything Like Ferris Bueller's oh, Day sweet. Off Oh sweet Let's go to awesome. Shake Wee
1: Let's go to Shake Wee <laughs> Okay I've always wanted to go there And like punch that guy In the face <laughs>
0: <laughs> So if he's gonna be Like old and fat now
1: I mean, Oh that'll be even more fun <laughs> Old fat people Are the best To punch in the face don't even oh, okay. hurt. do not even hurt.
0: <laughs> He'll still have that condescending mustache. Though. Exactly. Exactly. And that, <laughs> and that stupid bouffant. Um,
1: yeah. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so join us for a Star Trek tweet up every Sunday uh, night. We'll announce the time on our respective Twitter streams. Uh, Gina yes. commentary, Scott commentary, uh, and then Cassandra's chick commentary. Um, so we're gonna be doing that every week, uh, and then uh, you can also find me at my uh, my my blog. And I specifically haven't haven't talked about it yet with you, Scott, uh, because I don't wanna I didn't wanna spoil the moment. But uh, this week, last week we talked about um, oh god, what did we talk about? We talked about Death of the Daleks, in which I just tore into Terry Nation like nothing else. Uh, this week. And if you want to read me, like, my criticisms of Terry Nation, that is just where to read them. Uh, this week, we're talking about the Space Pirates, which, um, you know that, uh, Scott, you know that uh, it was originally a four-part story that Robert Holmes, it's written by Robert Holmes, it's a second Doctor story, uh, that Robert Holmes basically turned in a four-episode four draft. Um, and then Terrence Dicks expanded it into a six-episode, six-part episode. Six part episode um, oh, God. Oh, and let me tell you, I just finished it earlier this afternoon, and that story should be (laughs) subtitled An Exercise in Patience, um, because I'm not, no, I'm not joking. The doctor literally doesn't show up in the story until 15 minutes in. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, and then spends the entire first episode not interacting, and then the second episode, he's just trapped in a room for the whole episode
0: with his companions. And what doctor is this? Trouton.
1: Trouton. Same season that you're watching, that you just watched. Not even joking. Oh, it's it, it's it's easily the weakest Patrick Trouton story I've ever seen. Granted, I haven't seen The Underwater Menace yet, but I am just waiting for that, because I cannot wait. Because that's supposedly horrendous. Um, but yeah, so we're talking about the Space Pirates this week. Uh, watch me get really angry, um, and just <laughs> start cursing how much of a wasted opportunity it is. Because like Robert Holmes writing about Space Pirates, I should love that, but I don't. So, there you go. That's sad. Oh, it's so sad. I'm so sad.
0: All right. Well, uh, you can find me at uh, GeekShowEntertainment.com. dot com. <coughs> at uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened just then. I My think voice you yawned did a weird while you're talking. Um, yeah, I think that's what was going on. Um, anyway. <laughs> Geekshowentertainment.com, and uh, you can uh, find me at my other podcasts, uh, Geek Show Soundcheck, which is a music podcast that comes out every week that I do with John Pavlich, and then of course, Movie Night Geek Show, which I do with Matt and John, both together in one podcast with me.
1: But not in uh, one room, unfortunately. No,
0: no, not in one room. Uh, yeah, so those those are my other ones, and then uh, keep, an eye, keep your eyes peeled for uh, the premiere of The Geek Show with Scott and Matt. Um, and we'll we'll keep you updated on this podcast, of course. Also, all the other audio blogs and articles and things that are on the website. So we'll go check out all that stuff. And then, of course, uh, Twitter.com slash Scott Corelli and my alternate Twitter account, Twitter.com slash Scott Commentary, where I will obvi- obviously also be doing the uh, Star Trek original series tweet-ups.
1: Which will be awesome.
0: Yes. 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 Live tweeting. Starting tonight with the cage.
1: Which should be
0: interesting. Yeah. Have you seen? Yeah, the have camera- you, yeah, I have.
1: Oh. Yeah, it's it's uh it's it's an episode.
0: It sure is. <laughs> I, I think I think it's I think it's next week's is the one that is ridiculous. Like next week is just there's gonna be so much stuff some fun stuff to talk about in that episode.
1: I can't wait. I haven't seen a lot of Trek, but um
0: Oh, next week's. <laughs> oh, next week's. <laughs> well, I know
1: that I know that Mirror Mirror is coming up eventually, and Cassandra's never seen it. But like, like if my thing is time travel and your thing is metafiction, Cassandra's thing is alternate universes, and she's mm-hmm. never seen Mirror
0: Mirror. And I'm just oh, like, oh wow, that's like the birth of the alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. From
1: the from the writer of uh, 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 the Man from Earth, no less. Ugh, it's just oh so good, yeah, so good. So I might good. I might cheat and watch that with her, but just because she has to see it
0: yeah
1: anyways that's awesome yay us yay lots of things <laughs> we're done talking about the idiot's lantern thank god
0: okay we were done a long time ago let's be <laughs> honest
1: yeah 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 but whatever
0: <laughs> off the rails Woo-hoo! <laughs> all right guys we'll talk to you next week with terror of the zygons bye guys Bye.